0: Good to have you with me. I'm Michelle Martin. On today's show, we explore the hows and the whys of cryptocurrency trading. Today, we're going to take a look at centralized and decentralized financial systems. As we ask, is it too late to get into the market for crypto? And when it comes down to the nuts and bolts, I know that's why you listen to us. You want actionable insights. So are there different investing and trading approaches? We're going to put that question to Krishna Ramachandra, senior partner head of corporate finance for blockchain and digitalization with law firm Dwayne morrison Selvom. he is also chairman of selvem llc and he serves as a senior strategic advisor to densu sports asia where he advises them on digitalization strategies and he and his team have advised over 200 transactions related to blockchain distributed ledger technology let's say good morning to krishna how are you doing krishna
1: I'm good, Michelle. How was your weekend?
0: really good and good to have you back with us again uh, just a week uh, after your first show with us we're very excited lots of questions have come in for you by the way and we okay. will get to them through the show but first up i wanted to ask you about uh, the, this bigger question as we see bitcoin struggling with the $50,000 level uh, bitcoin falling to its lowest level in 7 weeks today it continues to struggle with that 50,000 mark and nearby technicals as well some of those say you know bitcoin is just the beginning it is one of the the most notable examples of DeFi crypto, but it is by no means the end. So put things in perspective for us. When people think of centralized finance and decentralized finance, you know, many people think oh, higher fees because of that intermediary, uh, that it is assumed that decentralized finance takes out of the equation. So what is the state of play between decentralized and centralized finance as you see it?
1: Well, um I think instinctively everyone uh, tends to start off with centralized finance where you effectively have a, uh, a middleman, which is the antithesis of uh, what blockchain represents, but there you have it, uh, purely because there is an element of, or a perceived element of trust, a, um, and, the, and the ease, I guess, in being able to just uh, transact and so when you think about centralized finance you are effectively thinking of a as you correctly mentioned you know higher fees you know not as much um uh, efficiencies in terms of playing at the at the outer edges of you know uh, trying to get the most number of uh, the most amount of alpha on any particular trade um but it's um it's for the faint-hearted. It's easier for you to just get involved, and there is generally a sense of security. Mm-hmm. Um, although you don't really own, um, or you don't have a private key uh, that's attached to a wallet when you invest in, let's say, you know, uh, you invest fifty thousand bucks into Bitcoin. Um, you don't. You actually have a synthesized version of it, a representation of it, um, which is uh, represented on a digital uh, uh, screen which is um, uh, just represents the number of uh, Bitcoins you have or whatever other cryptos you have. Whereas um, for a decentralized, um, for DeFi, for decentralized finance, Mm -hmm. um, you're actually not dealing with an exchange. You are effectively dealing with um, uh, an autonomous application, um, one that has been crafted out to allow for... um, for participants or for investors or whoever else to um, either, you know, depending on which particular application you have, you know, to generate some yield or to, uh, uh, to lend, uh, to lend your cryptos out and, and generate an interest on that. Uh, So there are various other uh, forms of it. And it's meant to be really for uh, the more nuanced um, operator. And you really have to understand the, the, you know, the landscape, so to speak, um, and, and read the fine print, right? Because uh, sometimes you're offered 60, 60% um, yields, but that's worked out on a per annum basis. Uh, but you don't realize when you, when, you, when you get 10% taken off, it's taken off uh, immediately. And, and then then you have to, you know, wait a few months before you actually have, you start on a break even position. But that's just a fine print on uh, some of the uh, DeFi uh, platforms. So that, in a sense, is um, just think of it as carousel uh, for DeFi and uh, perhaps um, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of large here. Maybe you have SGX um, on an a digital platform. Um, I'm not sure that you can trade shares. Okay, that's a bad comparison, but you know something which is more organized. Maybe you 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 shop at Gap. Right And you have got um, a gap uh, website that you go to and you get get that from from the actual stores' website versus something that you would get ordinarily from uh, from carousel. but you're not necessarily uh, sure if you're getting a genuine product, uh, but there are deals to be had. So it's for the more nuanced uh, operator.
0: So there are many projects trying to bring complex financial services to decentralize finance. Bitcoin, just one of them. But this mm-hmm. is the underlying dramatic shift from the way we've always handled money that is ongoing. So, um, you know, when people think of the crypto market, they're always mm-hmm. thinking about entry points, right, for us investors. <laughs> so I- is it too late? Uh, some say Bitcoin's just the beginning, DeFi crypto here to stay. So what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Is it too late to enter? to the crypto market. If we talk about Bitcoin or Ether or Binance Coin, for example.
1: Okay, uh, so first off, I would say that if you are um, you're looking to just you know, dip your feet in, I would uh, I would just avoid DeFi uh, as a rule purely because it it does require a certain um, baseline uh, knowledge of the entire landscape. Uh, so just let's put that aside. And so if you go on to um, Centralized uh, finance or if you if or centralized trading uh, through exchanges, uh, centralized exchanges, you would, you know, let's say Binance or even Coinbase as a, a couple of those exchanges. Um. I would, I would just recommend that you, for me, it's all about education, 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 because it's important for you to understand the, the rationale for the projects. And, you know, my, uh, my common tip is, you know, avoid Bitcoin and Ethereum purely because if you, if you do the research on how much it, those coins have, uh, those currencies have actually risen, I think it's something like, uh, you know, 60,000% for Bitcoin and and maybe about 200,000% for Ethereum. So it, you're all already towards the uh, the more mature end of the cycle, mm. and uh, sure, you know maybe in about a year or so you, it might double. But if you were to do your research and pick the right project, which you feel has uh, uh, legs, then um, and if it's in the early end of the uh, early start, if you like, of the cycle, um, you might you might get um, um, you know a 10x or whatever else it is. But I think it pays to. To, to study the, um, um, the ecosystem and how, how those particular coins interact. I mean, you know, one great example would be, um, you know, recently uh, you know, my son had asked me to watch a, a program after I described to him how I think the, uh, the world will progress. And he said, you know, Dad, have you watched uh, uh, Ready Player One? I said, no. And I watched it and I was like, wow, blown away. This is exactly what I'm uh, uh, thinking about in terms of how the ecosystem will pan out. And if you haven't seen Ready Player One, it's an amazing movie. Uh, I think there's Ready Player Two coming up. But it gives you a glimpse of how, how the, the next generation at least, uh, you know, how they're going to operate, how they're going to socialize, how they are going to express themselves. And they're likely to have a digital version of, of almost everything they have in their physical world and have an interaction there. So if you, if you then extrapolate from that, um, uh, that vision – you would then look at projects uh, that, for example, allow you to, you know, purchase land virtually. Um, and, you know, which one of those projects, for example, have uh, an ecosystem already built onto it? Um, you know, Decentraland, for example, um, ha- has already started engaging uh, people in the real world to actually operate the virtual world, you know, to have greeters. Now, um, just so that we are clear, I'm not recommending any particular token or anything. However, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not a guru in that sense, but just my observations.
0: All right. So, you know, as we, we see the lack of momentum for things like uh, cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, for example, and we've, mm-hmm. we've seen Elon Musk um, sort of to tw- uh, tease the the crowd on his twitter on saturday mm. saying what does the future hodl and we know that mm. that is a term often meaning hold on for dear mm. life that crypto supporters use to buying and holding their digital assets now some might say mm-hmm. oh well musk would say that he's his earnings are going to be released th- this evening and then we're going to see what the bulk of his bet on crypto has meant for tesla the company but you know if we take mm. a step back um uh, hodl is um you know sort of a, a phrase that is familiar with this community meaning buy and hold that's mm-hmm. one sort of investment uh, approach what are some mm-hmm. others
1: um yeah I, I before i get to that you know i must point out that um you know people like Elon Musk um they they pretty much owe, owe all responsibility for the statements they make because mm. They have got great following amongst uh, the youth, especially in the uh, uh, generation Z. And um, you know, I, I had mentioned last week about the Doge Collective. You know, mm-hmm. my my thoughts on how uh, it's a a movement, a collective that drives up a price of an of an asset just purely on perception, right? Yep. And um, and that, if you like the Genesis, would you, you could you could point to some of the comments on on Twitter that he had made, right? And but it absolutely um, has got no, no value other than the value of, sh- of evidencing this whole perception and perceived value and how a collective force can actually drive up the price of an asset, right? Yep. So, so when, you, when, you, when you think about coins um, um, like Doge, um, you really have to look at the fundamentals. Right. So, in terms of strategy, I think at at least he's got one thing right, which is you know HODL, which is uh, just you know hanging on to your uh, to your uh, coins when they when they are going through a volatile moment. Because I think what uh, crypto trading certainly um, imposes on you almost as a requirement is your ability to to exercise patience and uh, and discipline. I mean, you know, most investors would obviously know that. I mean, and, and the skilled mm-hmm. ones actually. Are able to divorce the emotion from their decisions, and you know one one unique or, or one um, one step you can take actually, frankly, as a strategy would be have a couple of wallets. You know, have one which is you 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 put your cryptos in it and you don't look at it right, and you just shut it away and and come back to be pleasantly surprised. And the other that you you know actively trade just to play around with it, mm-hmm. and but don't have don't have a single wallet to do both because. You know, it, the dopamine that you get from the notifications and all of that, it's not going to help, right? So, But I would say, um, you know, just just appreciate that it's an extremely volatile market and that you would equally lose as much as you could gain um, if, you, um, if you just adopt uh, the weight uh, and patient strategy as opposed to being jittery and, and selling off the moment you see a, uh, a, a movement. Downwards.
0: All right, let's talk about those wallets. Uh, to interact with mm. DeFi applications, one needs mm. a wallet, and we've got lots of people asking, "How do I choose one?"
1: Um, okay, so I'm I'm, I'm not going to recommend any wallets uh, uh, whatsoever, but I would I would perhaps direct um, your listeners to you know a couple of websites, uh, especially if you're going into DeFi. Uh, in fact, you has got a uh, very good. Uh, description of uh, the whole defi uh, playbook and how you can get involved. What's that site
0: again? Did you see ERIM?
1: Uh, it should be ethereum.io ah, I suspect. Okay. Yep. Ethereum. And, um, okay. and and there are there are quite a few good YouTubers out there um who have got well-researched content. Mm-hmm. I um I like um I like a chap uh, from 99 bitcoins. Mm-hmm. Sadly, not ninety nine red but uh, <laughs> ninety nine bitcoins. Um, he 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 produces some good stuff, you know, well um, uh, curated, and and you know the explanation is great, and you know, and I tend to just listen to these things over and over again, and uh, because you know sometimes you just need the repetition to have the uh, the flow of the the phrases, etc. And yeah. this is just just well, certainly for me to get it through my thick skull. But uh, <laughs> but I would highly recommend that. And and actually, there's another. Uh, Youtuber, her name is uh, the Crypto Casey. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's great that you you have got women as well um, on the on this uh, on, in the scene as well. And I like Crypto Casey because she does a lot of research and gives a lot of tips as well. And you know that's the beauty of this entire ecosystem, and 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 fundamentally the philosophy of blockchain on how it started, and you know the community moving it forward, almost Ubuntu like, right? Mm-hmm. And and the sharing is plentiful, but equally just just be just be wary of um, the very elegant, sophisticated um shout outs for certain coins and um and celebs doing that as well but you know if you, I think if you stick to those uh, I, i'm fairly confident you you will at least learn um the basics and and from there mm-hmm. you go on to play around with some wallets and uh and, and pick one that uh, works for you. I mean, I, I certainly cannot recommend anything, uh, frankly, because it's uh, it would be uh, uh, negligent.
0: No, no, it's fine. Yeah, I, I guess the you know. I think what people want is, is you know, what sort of principles should I be looking out for when I choose mm. a wallet? You know, um, is there such a thing as a public key versus a private key, for example? Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think you know when you when you're doing uh, DeFi, you, you you would have uh, private keys and um, you would you actually i mean my fundamental rule is you know when you're getting in just uh, if you you know just have some play money right whether it's a hundred bucks a thousand bucks or whatever it is for, mm-hmm. that you're comfortable with and um and and just play around with it and you'll find that like for example i have coinbase uh purely for the uh, for the learning and the education i have coin gecko because they do some fantastic analysis on uh, on uh, the various tokens and how they interact with each other and i and I do that as part of my um, um, my practice in this area because yeah. I just want to understand the the interaction between these ecosystems and which digital tokens actually uh, seem to get traction and and so CoinGecko is pretty good for that and uh, and then you've got you know binance is also there Binance is actually very smart right because they have realized that. The world is going to, or rather, generation. As more and more people get okay um, with uh, trading, crypto trading, they're going to start looking for the um, um, for that that arbitrage, that that position, the alpha which they can get from uh, from from DeFi. And uh, so, Binance has created this. Um, you know, not only did they start a fund, but they've created this um, platform where effectively you're you have the best of both worlds, the DeFi as well as a uh, uh, centralized exchange. So so it's a clever strategy. Why? Because they know, you know, your first entry point would be into centralized, uh, I mean, to a centralized exchange where you can trust a, uh, a, a well-established player. And then when you want to play around, don't leave that exchange, you know, you know, here we produce, um, you know, we have a DeFi playground for you. So why don't you try things out? And, um, so it 's a very smart strategy, something which coinbase hasn 't done, but you know they they did allude to it in their prospectus and uh, and when that happens, I think you know um, that 's why I feel that you know uh, coinbase is is uh, once again not, not, not investment advice but really good value for uh, for what it can actually do with the existing raw ecosystem that it has, which is just customers right but they haven 't even tapped on the various layers of uh, of monetization they could do with, uh, that customer base. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's a very interesting, um, ecosystem right now, and you can see the, the players slowly looking to capture and retain and, you know, create stickiness in the exchanges.
0: Okay, so you know we've talked about Coinbase before, and I've mentioned mm-hmm, to you mm-hmm. that we had a listener writing and saying, "How do I sell a Coinbase Bitcoin in Singapore? Because sales are not available in 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 my mm-hmm. country on Coinbase. So, do you see that as a problem?"
1: Well, you know, it depends on where they are licensed, and um, and if they you are you are able to purchase it, and then sales would also be linked to in some. I mean, I'm not entirely sure for the Coinbase instance, but in some. In, for some of the exchanges, they um, they need to be able to monitor, especially if they are licensed, to monitor the exit positions because, you know, we've got our friendly tax plan also looking to see that um, in some jurisdictions where there are uh, taxes on uh, um, investment gains uh, th- that you have to do those reporting as well. So it's actually a lot more complicated than, um, than just a uh, technical hiccup. Uh, it it's probably not. It's... Um, it's because of the reporting structures and, and commitments made by those various exchanges. I mean for the
0: investor perspective though, you know, yeah. you think you have a wallet, you want to sell when your your coin goes up and then you realize mm-hmm. you can't because you actually have to then send your digital currency to another wallet or an exchange mm-hmm. before you can do that, right?
1: Yeah. And 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 that's uh, that's for only certain jurisdictions, right? Yeah. Uh, Australia but uh, but in as well. other yeah, yeah. And in, in others it's 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 really uh, um it's really um um exchangeable for fiat and you know th- which is one of the benefits if you like for the centralized exchanges mm-hmm. where you know they are they are a glorified they are a glorified um platform where they they have pools of um, their pools of funds of from respective tokens and they are able to do the matching very quickly mm-hmm. uh, high transaction speeds because it's all synthetic representations uh, of those tokens and they're able to do the settlement. It's almost like a prime broker who's uh, right. who is uh, who's doing the settlements in advance because they have got, mm-hmm. uh, they've custodized um, the, uh, the relevant broker's um, uh, accounts of assets.
0: Okay, important points to take note of. Now, how does mm. a f- an investor figure out which token to invest in? Again, not asking you to single out tokens for <laughs> us, just the principles. I mean, you know, listeners want to know, am I looking at volume? Am I looking at number of users? How do I evaluate a project?
1: Yeah, so, you know, um, if you really have to. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty steep learning curve, but my advice would be, you know, invest the time. Uh, to actually try and understand, as I mentioned before, the actual ecosystem around the token mm. and and how you predict the uh, mind you i 've learned so much about this new generation just from the tokens itself, right you know I'm, I came up with a Doge collective purely because from understanding, telling those hedge funds that look guys we 're going to call the narrative ourselves, and you 're not going to tell us what to do and so you 've got to understand how um the the tokens interact how uh, how easy it is for developers to come on board um is it a um, is it a um, a protocol that um is encouraging of uh developers to build ecosystems and and dapps on it so that more users come onto it and um so that's one fundamental rule but i would say as uh, certainly, my uh, my uh, my honest recommendation is, you know, don't get uh, don't get swayed by oh I missed out on Bitcoin and everything else, uh-huh. and, you know, it's the equivalent of whether you're going to buy uh, a piece of a, a good class bungalow in Adenasin versus you know investing um, that in a in, in a remote part of uh, Timbuktu. Hoping that Timbuktu <laughs> will take off right uh, so I would actually put that thousand bucks in 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 that Timbuktu village if i know that it's oh. uh, because it's got a um who knows a um a a, a silicon mine nearby versus that thousand uh, bucks at a for a fractionalized uh, um Interest in a in Nasim Hill bungalow.
0: Because, so, what do you think? What do you think of the hmm. 33-year-old who put 180 thousand dollars in Dogecoin on February fifth and is now a millionaire and says he's going to hold till it goes to ten million? million? Uh,
1: <laughs> he's extremely blessed, and um, and I think he will be extremely sad uh, because you know here's where you know eventually the old world fundamentals kind of catches up. Right and uh, and the moment it's no longer flavor of the month, the moment someone like uh, Elon Musk tweets, you know, um, you know, doggone, for example, right, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe just use a phrase like that, and uh, and then everyone is just going to dump it, right? And so I go back to my point about the uh, responsibility of these uh, uh, celebs and uh, iconic figures who who know that they have such huge followings amongst the youth, and they have to be responsible because you know these these chaps sometimes you know put in their their savings and and they yeah. think that they've made a killing already mm-hmm. and and really, I would have just cashed out. And, uh, and you know.
0: Yeah. I worry for this guy. He says, I grew mm. up really poor. This is a huge deal for me. This is his savings, you know, and he's doing it mm. because he likes the Reddit crowd. They're people who monitor the Reddit community surrounding yeah. a coin or they look at the base of the coin. Is it, has it grown mm. substantially or they're monitoring Elon Musk's Twitter feed, for example? Um, you know, and like you say, he could be very sad very soon. Um, okay. Before we let you go, Krishna, tons mm-hmm. more questions have come in from listeners are there passive cryptocurrency investment funds to think about
1: um, good question I, I I say you know if you're going for passive uh, for crypto investment funds you might well be better off um, you know cutting off the the um, the fund manager's fees and just opening an account in a reputable exchange and mm-hmm. just putting it in there with you know even if you were to go with just the top five cryptos so putting aside Dogecoin um, you know um, you know at least you've got a a fighting chance right it's not it's uh, not you know any different from an ETF right it's just a, a selection of various tokens uh, or cryptocurrencies which are meant to have some relevancy Mm -hmm. um so i would say actually don't bother with that you know because you you're better off just you know uh putting it in to your own exchange uh your own account in the exchange and uh and playing around with it because even from a passive standpoint yeah you know exercise that patient have be that that first wallet i mentioned earlier and uh and that second wallet to to play around um Mm. It's mm. more exciting that way. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and mm. before we let you go, what else do you think investors need to understand about navigating the cryptocurrency market? Your final thoughts.
1: Um, I, think, I think what they need to understand is take a step aside um, from, um, from just the cryptocurrency per se and that, and that whole speculative um, nature of it that we have been exposed to because there's a lot more to it. The smart contract, as I mentioned last week, you know, they're getting a lot smarter. The NFTs are really a function of, of contracts getting smarter and more programmable. And what you're going to see is uh, a an interoperability between ecosystems that previously were not married. So you have the whole gaming the gaming ecosystem, which has existed for decades, right? Imagine that collapsing with the uh, With the the digital crypto ecosystem, and that collapsing then with uh, digital currencies, and then go watch uh, Ready Player One, and you know I think you will you will then get a very good idea of what I'm saying, and I think that future. It's a lot nearer than we think.
0: Love it when we end with a sci-fi movie recommendation. And Krishna, <laughs> thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Michelle.
0: He's Krishna Ramachandra, senior partner, head of corporate finance with law firm Dwayne Morrison Selvam, chairman of Selvam LLC, and senior strategic advisor to Densu Sports Asia, where he advises them on digitalization strategies. This is Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM.